I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by a comic shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and to learn how you can support this and other fine Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Grab a slice of the epic podcast, don't stick it in your mouth, put it in your ear holes now. Ladies and gentlemen, Nelson Lugo and Schaefer the Dark Lord. Charles Stunning is here too. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, coming to you from the beautiful and spacious Funhouse Studios in Astoria, Queens, this is the Epic Podcast, episode 25. I am your host, Nelson Lugo. And I am your other, other host, Charles Stunning. I, I don't think uh, Schaefer's mic is working. Uh, no, he's he's not here again. What the hell? Yeah. Wait, wait so are you, are you really Schaefer the Dark Lord? Because apparently uh, the both of you are not in the same room at the same time anymore. So um, is your alter ego Schaefer or is Charles Stunning your alter ego? I can neither confirm nor deny either of those things. <laughs> I, I do have to say, though, I like this persona a little better. <laughs> it's the hair. Like, well, yeah. Hair you, fabulous. You've got better bangs than Schaefer. I guess so. Yeah. Because I have bangs. But you know what? If Schaefer, yeah. if Schaefer did have bangs, they'd probably be uh, way more rappy than mine. <laughs> yes, they would, they would be in rhyming couplets. They would... They would do some fast triplet like uh, <laughs> Shave of the Dark Lord is not here because he is gearing up for a two-week tour um, of which uh, I have little information. I know that um, it's it's uh, uh, Mega Ran yes. and um, cool, Z. cool Z and Word Burglar from uh, Canada, okay. uh, I believe. And uh, I don't know the name of the tour, but we'll put it in the show notes. Oh, it's called the Fam Fiction Tour. Oh yeah, that's right. And yeah. he's doing uh, he's doing like an East Coast, like a Southern East Coast yeah, they're tour. Running around. The tour is already in progress, apparently. So they're like on the second chapter when she. Yeah, he's yeah he's 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 gonna he's he's gonna join them mid tour, as they say. I do real good internet research. <laughs> um. Well, we figured. Um, since Schaefer's not here and we haven't had a full podcast with the whole crew yet, we figured no. um, uh, instead of not doing one this month, we would do a bit of a quickie yeah. uh, 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 podcast this month. A Be- microsode, as <laughs> it were. <laughs> I don't think we're allowed to call them microsodes unless somebody's been paying for them. A blank post, <laughs> then, I suppose. Uh, this is going to be a shorter episode mm-hmm. um, because... Uh, uh, 
who cares about what we do anymore? I mean, honestly, Pretty much. like Pretty he much. does magic. Yeah. I do burlesque in music. Right. We get Schaefer it. Raps. Schaefer makes the rappity raps. But we're, we're over it. <laughs> right. And I'm sure you are too, our faithful listener. <laughs> but, uh, but, but a couple of things happened this week that oh. I think are very, very important to talk about. Yes. Um, uh, uh, the episode Gotham, Gotham. premiered uh, this past Monday. Yep. Um, which we will talk about. Yeah. And uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, premiered uh, this Tuesday. Yep. Uh, of which we will also talk about. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a spoiler-heavy podcast. Spoiler alert. We are going to be talking about both Gotham and the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. in a very candid, um, non-censored way. So no. if you haven't seen it yet and you don't want any of it ruined, then maybe you want to pause this Go watch them and then come, come back, back and hear our thoughts. And then enjoy it with us because right. we're going to chat. Yeah, we're going to chat a little bit about both those shows. Yeah. Starting now. now. All right, so. Monday uh, night. Yeah, Monday night. Gotham. Gotham. Um, I just want to start off by saying that I was in a complete media blackout for Gotham. Mm-hmm. I didn't read any of the reviews. Okay. I didn't watch. Um, they actually... Um, uh, put out the first 22 minutes of the episode as a teaser for the entire episode. They did? Did not watch that at oh, all. Okay. Uh, th- and I basically kept far away from any news whatsoever. Mm. I did end up learning stuff by accident. Like yeah. I knew who, like I knew the actor who was playing Jim Gordon, obviously, and that the actor playing Harvey Bullock. Like I knew the characters, but that's it. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know what the plot was. I knew that it was gonna. It was going to at, at some point involve the death of Martha and Thomas Wayne. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say, uh, going right into it, as a uh, diehard, unapologetic fan of Batman, that this was by far the most wonderful thing I have seen in, the, in sort of uh, the, using Batman as a, as a storytelling device. Mm-hmm. This is the most wonderful thing I've seen in a very long time. I have to admit that when it was first announced that they were going to essentially be doing Batman without Batman, I was less than enthused. What, you and here. the rest of the internet? I was like, yes. well, I mean, <laughs> but Batman's going to be a little kid. And I was delightfully surprised by the first episode. Oh, really? I was clutching my heart. Sure. In the first 10 minutes. Well, because because the first 10 minutes, this show... Just went for it. Yeah, if, if, if I had any doubt about this, the, the level of seriousness they're going to take this, this kind of storytelling, mm-hmm. that all went away in the first 10 minutes. Because the, 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 the opening scene is the gruesome, bloody death of Martha and Thomas Wayne. Yep. First we don't, minute. We don't meet them. We don't get to learn anything about them. Nope. They're coming around the corner. From the theater. From the theater, and they are gunned the fuck down. down. Uh, and from that point on, it was a fucking roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Because then we meet a very young Jim Gordon. Uh, yeah, who's sexy Jim Gordon. A ver- oh, my God. He is a Ooh. handsome man. Mm-hmm. He is a handsome man. Badass. Um, I... I have always wanted a comic book that explored Gotham pre-Batman, mm-hmm. um, and they've tried to do it a number of times with uh, Gotham with the G- GCPD and stuff, but it, ne- it never, it never, 
it didn't have lasting power. It didn't, you know, the, the series always got canceled after a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm so happy to see this because I think television is the perfect medium for that kind of storytelling. Yeah. Um, you know, because because in a in, in a comic book, there's no like you know in a comic book that tells a story that's pre-Batman, there's no capes, there's no masks, there's no supervillains. You know what I mean? It's human stories, and and you, it's hard to do that in a comic book. It, it, with DC, you know what yeah. I mean? Like independent comic books can do that really well, but when you talk about Jim Gordon and you don't have a Batman, it's hard to sell comic books. Mm-hmm. But in a TV show, it's wonderful. It was really great. Um, uh, I, 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 I I liked I, it a lot. I think even at its weakest points in the trailer or in the in the in the pilot, uh, where it. It it does get a little pandering. What do you, Just what, a what, okay, then what what would you say? What do you say are, are the weakest moments for you? Um, generally when they're introducing so many villains in the first episode, <laughs> all of these all these all nods, these, all, all these, these winking nods, these little children <laughs> who are like, oh, that's gonna be poison ivy. Oh, <laughs> that's gonna be Catwoman. Oh, 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 there's the penguin. You know, and I and I understand the the reason to sort of get that out there right it's world building they're they're, they're building the world yeah this is what you're in for um but i think that was that might have been one of the the weaker points of the show that's interesting but it was it was really fun but as like but as like a i mean when you say as a critic of of television yeah versus a critic of comic books sure you know it was it was it was a lot you know they could have just had like fish mooney and the penguin and like you know, that'd have been great. Yeah. I, I get that this pilot was designed to be like, look, we want to green light this show. We want to get it. Yeah. This is sort of yeah. the idea of what we're going with. So I think that, like, that was a they, good they, idea they, to they get put, the show. They, they put all of, their, all of their ingredients in the pot. Yes. Basically. Yes. And I, you know what? That did not bother me at all. Um it's interesting. Like I, I guess, I guess I was, I guess I am their exact target market mm-hmm. because oh, I was yeah. not bothered by that at all. Shut um, up. Let's say when commercials <laughs> again. We watched this together, by the way. Yeah, yeah, we did. In our PJs. In our PJs, yes. Because we're roommates now. Yes. Side note, roommates. Side note, we're roommates. Hashtag roommates. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag funhouse. <laughs> Hashtag uh, stuff. Uh, and. I don't know. I really, I love. First of all, I love the world of Gotham. That's mm-hmm. that's pre-Batman because even even when Batman is there, it's a pretty corrupt, nasty place, you yeah. know. Um, but there's but there's a lot of honest people trying to do really good work. The Waynes, right? For exactly. And um, uh, 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 but pre-Batman, oh. oh, like it is. Gotham is corrupt on every. Fucking level. The police force is corrupt. Everything. 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 Every everything. level. We're pretty sure Richard Kind's the mayor. <laughs> yes. Oh, absolutely. Richard Kind is the mayor. Yes. What? Uh, and corrupt. I love this world mm-hmm. a lot. It's it's also uh, beautiful to look at. Yeah, and and I think I think they're shooting mostly in New York. I'll have to. I have I haven't done any. Again, I, I've been on media blackout. I'm pretty sure they have because a few of my friends yeah. are extras in it. Um, well, I recognize a lot of the locations. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, actually, specifically in Astoria, I, I recognize a lot of the locations in well Long Island City, not Astoria. Oh, but, I didn't recognize any City. of that. 
I was um, too taken in. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was also like, oh, is Josie uh, gonna be in this episode? Well, I mean, now now that I watched the, the the premiere episode, I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna start reading all those interviews and start reading all those articles now. Mm-hmm. Now that I've had an experience of it, so I'm gonna uh, come at it fresh. Yeah, and, clean and I and I'm virginal. I am so damn excited. I know. Um, that basically the the whole the whole pilot is about the Wayne murder, and it's about mm-hmm. Jim Gordon and Harvey Bullock, who they're partners. Um, reluctant partners. Re- well, very reluctant partners. In fact, uh, he demands another partner. Uh, the captain absolutely refuses to give him another partner. And Gordon is like, nope, you're stuck with me. <laughs> right. That's and so they, they are tasked with the unenviable job of, of solving the Wayne murder. Mm-hmm. And because they are the Waynes and they are who they are in this city, they have to solve it quickly. Yes. And... Um, and, and and it's a bit it's a bit of a rope a dope and uh, because because they think because they think they, they think they have somebody but they don't have somebody but then Fish Mooney the the, the mob boss for a certain territory who first of all I don't want to say Fish Mooney hot awesome. as fuck sauce she is so fucking beautiful oh. and so fucking dangerous mm-hmm. it's awesome she's beating the shit um, out of that guy with that bat oh so and good she like adjusts her wig yeah oh <laughs> so good Uh and so, like, I mean, Fish Moon is involved with planting evidence um, yeah. vis-a-vis the cops. And Internal Affairs is now investigating Bullock and, and Jim Gordon. Mm-hmm. And, and then they realize that, that it was all a frame-up and they never caught the killer. Nope. But it's too late because they've it's already, already killed him. You know what I mean? And so it's, it's, it's a great detective story. It's yeah. a great noir story, actually. It is very noir. It's a very oh. wonderfully paced noir story. Uh, I'm very excited to see. I'm excited to see uh, because I mean pilots are always one of the weaker points. Of yeah, pi- yeah, pilot, pilots tend to be. They're a, a lot of things will change from pilot to the second episode. Mm-hmm. And because I'm, the pilot was created probably months to a year ago to like get out to exec. Yeah, probably. You know, so there's a lot of there's a lot of time that's elapsed, but. Also, like, shows always tend to get stronger after the pilot. So oh, like, to already have such a strong foundation built in a pilot episode, I'm really excited to see where this will go from there when it's no longer an issue of we need to get the show greenlit, yeah. here's what needs to happen. Yeah. You know. I'm concerned that my deep cup knowledge of Batman will prevent me from enjoying what they're trying to do with mm-hmm. this world. Because because uh, that because that pilot episode had everything I loved yeah and they tossed in things in there that only I would get and I and I kind of really love the writers for that. Um, going into the second episode, I wonder how much of that will stick. Like the I wonder, deep cuts. like the deep cut stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like I mean, th- there was shit. <laughs> there was shit in there. Like Sarah Sarah Jensen um, is the captain. Right, mm-hmm. and in the comic book, you know, she's the woman that Jim Gordon has an affair with, that that his wife Barbara leaves him for. You know what I mean? Like exactly. Like you know, Officer Montoya is there. You yeah. know, um, and we're talking like characters you would only know if you read the comic books or you followed like you know, uh, Batman the animated series. You know, back mm-hmm. in the day. Um, so I'm, I'm a little concerned that maybe my deep cut Batman knowledge will prevent me from accepting the, sto- the the world and story they're creating rather than I'm trying to force my own knowledge of what they should be doing. Mm-hmm. 
you know, because uh, already on the internet, I like people were like, you know, oh, they're, they're you know, uh, they, 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 she's not called poison. She's not called Pamela Isley. Her name's you know Ivy Pepper, and so for that reason alone, I'm not watching it. I'm like fuck you. I never want to be that kind of fan. I never want to be like so nitpicky. Like, oh, well, you know what? Uh, you know, Mr. Freeze, that, that, that tint of blue of Mr. Freeze is not the real Mr. Freeze. So this whole show's dead to me. If I ever say that, I swear to God, you're allowed to knock me the fuck unconscious. I have that in the ether now. <laughs> I have that for real. That is... I'm uh, going to save this episode now. You should. You I should. don't say that um, But I loved it. Yeah, and I think... Uh, as coming at it from an opposite direction of someone who is barely indoctrinated with Batman. Sure. It's a very uh, small knowledge of... Right, whatever you absorbed yeah, accidentally through yeah, pop culture. Yeah, through pop culture right. and like growing up watching the cartoons. You know, I don't know any of this. There are two characters, the uh, the two detectives that aren't Bullock and Montoya and... Mon- Montoya and... Uh, 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 it starts with a D, I think. Something. The internet's yelling at me right yeah, now. Yeah, it's fine. We're drunk. It's cool. No one cares. No one's even listening. It's fine. But those two characters arrived, and Lugo and I had two very different reactions. He was like, oh, my God, they're here. And I was like, I don't even know who they are, but they seem fun. Or uppity. I don't know. I'll figure it out. It's fine. You know, and uh, I, think that's, I think that's really interesting to take a show that's going to have to handle, like, two very, like, separate factions you know the the very indoctrinated and the well it's well it's actually it's actually my hope that it doesn't my it's i i really really don't i mean i love the fact that this episode pandered the fuck to me Mm -hmm. and i love that i don't want that to be the case going forward i really don't like otherwise it's going to be mired in its own minutiae you know and i would just rather them like create Stories and an overbranching narrative that's gonna serve best. Like mm-hmm. I don't need every little tiny detail of the Batman mythos, and yeah. I would I would be kind of upset if they did that. Yeah. Because I I don't think I don't think I mean I think it's really hard to maintain that kind of balance of of like deep cut, you know, lore mixed in with the modern story they're trying to tell. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I'm really excited to see uh, where this Bruce Wayne, this young Bruce Wayne, how he develops over the course of this of this show. I have to say, yeah, boy's already got a stellar brood going on. Yeah, all oh, that. He's so broody already. They, they cast. They cast that. They cast him for his brooding on. ability broody only. As fuck. I will say this though. Super I'm used to a very sort of gentle, nurturing Alfred Pennyworth. <gasps> this Alfred Pennyworth oh, is a fucking hard my. ass. So dope. And I actually liked it. I also like that it's um, Sean uh, Pertwee. Yeah. A little Doctor Who love there. What, what? Uh, I, I think it kind, oh, I, I, I like, like the first thing when Alfred comes to pick up Bruce from the crime scene. Like he hugs him, like mm-hmm. he 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 gives him that Same. that comfort, yeah. right? And then he's like, "Nope, step up." You know, you got like, to be like, you got to stand tall because there are people looking, and you have to put your chin up, you know. And and they they both walk away. Yeah. And when whenever <laughs> Bruce is on the roof, oh right, at some point Bruce is trying to conquer his free fear, so he's doing things. He's like he climbs on the top of the manor, and is like just standing up there. And Alfred comes out and just like. 
Oi! screams the fuck out of him. Just is like, get your bloody ass down here. It's amazing. I fell in love with Alfred Pennyworth. In that it's moment. but you know and what? It makes so much sense though. It kind of the... it does make sense because if if he's going to be if Bruce Wayne is ultimately going to be making a transformation from a little from boy. from from spoiled rich kid to this to this uh, uh, this sort of hardened hero of justice, you need like the the, the he doesn't need a paternal nurturer. Mm-mm. He needs someone who's going to hold him to a high standard, um, yeah. and a, a tough as nails. British ex-marine butler is probably the perfect, <laughs> the perfect person to do that. True. You know, because when you know, because ultimately, I think because Alfred is now in charge of him, mm-hmm. he's probably going to think that this is the best thing to, for him to get him over his grief. Mm-hmm. What he doesn't know is all of this is just training for him to be Batman. You know, and and I don't know if the series will last that long, but I'd love to see the switch where Alfred says. Oh, what the hell am I doing? Yeah, I can't. You know, um, uh, Oswald Cobblepot. Uh, oh yes, the Penguin. Ugh. So good. Creepy. That I, I don't know. I don't know that actor's name. Um, but he's. I mean, he's kind of come. He's kind of come out of nowhere. He's had some bit roles in a couple of different things, but he's Have never. He? He's never had a major thing yet, and this mm-hmm. is like his first major role, and he fucking nails it nails it um that kind of like inner bullied weak kid who's yeah. trying really, really hard, hard to not be the bullied weak kid anymore true and and it's so good yeah uh, it's also his exchange in the back of the police car yeah oh uh, just <laughs> where he's just smug yes and ridiculous, and he's just like, just do my well, also, duty. I mean, he's really, I mean, he's I really, like, uh, oh, and he did put sunglasses oh, yeah. on. He, he did the deal with it, put sunglasses yeah. on, and then got out of the Well, he, the he basically, car. he basically said that Danny DeVito, his Danny DeVito's portrayal mm-hmm. of the Penguin is a big inspiration for him, you know, nice. um, and I mean, not, not that he's trying to create the Danny DeVito character. Yeah. But there's but there's definitely elements that Danny DeVito created that he's definitely inspired by, and he's not, he's completely unapologetic about it. And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's exactly what I'm going yeah, for. Yeah, because um, don't fix what isn't broken. <laughs> right. Um, and you get to see him uh, be a part of like a really important crime family, and then fall from that hard, hard. Um, with a foot rub. Yeah, <laughs> which was both kind of hot and scary. Yeah, stuff moved. Yeah, stuff moved. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, Question. Yes. What is your opinion on the concept of the Waynes being a hired hit versus this crime just being a needless, pointless accident? That that story flip-flops depending on who the comic book writer is. Mm-hmm. Um it it's uh, uh, and a lot it, it's it's been one of those things that's got to be played around. So there isn't really a consensus in terms of like continuity. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a census killing, sometimes it's more than that. Um, and you know what? <clears throat> I think in terms of what the show Gotham is trying to do, the fact that it was a hired hit makes more sense. Okay. 
the the fact the fact that it was it was staged to look like a robbery, but in actuality they're being taken out, makes sense because the the town is so corrupt, and the Waynes were a force of good. Yes. That maybe they stumbled, maybe the Waynes accidentally or on purpose angered the wrong people, mm-hmm. and that's entirely possible. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty excited to see where it goes because they I mean because ultimately they didn't find the killer because because um. The, it's the killer. The killer has always been named Joe Chill. Yeah, and they 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 found evidence on a character named Pepper, but that evidence turned out to be that was all planted. Planted. That was all planted by by Fish Mooney and the police. Remember, we said there were spoilers. <laughs> just reminding you, we are spoiling things here. Um, and yeah, I I I really liked it a lot. I liked it. I knew I was going to like it because mm-hmm. I I saw the trailer and I'm like everything about this is is fucking pulling all the right buttons in me. Yeah. Um, but I liked it much more than I thought I was going to like it. Yeah, and I already went in thinking I was going to like it. Yeah. I liked it a lot, and I didn't think I was going to like it. So. Um, I like the fact that Thanks a very... Thanks for changing my mind, Gotham. <laughs> I like the fact that a very young Selena Kyle, very young Catwoman, um, is, a, is a, like a homeless street urchin, but she actually witnesses the murder. Yep. So she's going to be very important to the story coming up very mm-hmm. soon, I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, she also didn't have any lines. No. Which was really fascinating. No lines. She was Basically, she's a fly on the wall. Yeah. And she's kind of everywhere and nowhere at the same time. It's really cat-like. Yeah. Meow. Almost as if on purpose. Um, I thought I thought maybe her wearing goggles on top of her, her head was a bit much. Well. You know, again, that I thought I thought I was like, okay, come on, yeah, I get and it. And the fact that little little <laughs> Ivy Pepper was always touching plants and yeah, yeah maybe. Well, I didn't. That didn't bother me so much. I think it was it was a little pandering. Well, yeah, well no, yes, it was pandering. It didn't bother me so much. The go- the goggles on young on baby Catwoman, baby, uh, kitten, were like kitten, kitten girl. Oh, kitten girl. Oh, kitten take girl. Take a moment, kitten girl. <laughs> I thought the I thought the goggles were like eh, that's a little bit much, guys. Yeah, well. But beyond that, and that's and that's I'm being very nitpicky. Yeah, I'm. I'm being very very nitpicky. It's a very strong pilot, a good sign for yes. a very strong show. Yes. Um. Every, everybody. Adventures for <laughs> I th- well, I Jim thought, Gordon and Co. I thought I thought the casting was was fucking fantastic. It was really great casting. Um, Harvey Bullock, Ugh. so good. Yes, so good. Jim Gordon, so, good. so, so troubled good. and so earnest in his troubled. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he he, like, he wears he wears his problems on his sleeve, and he's, and like, he's like whatever. You know, I'm drinking he, at noon, and it's like I love the question mark of. Of is he is he crooked? Is he not crooked? Is he begrudgingly crooked? Right. Is he wholeheartedly crooked? Right. Like I like I I, I get that he's he's I, I can't tell if he's just a sketchy cop or a dirty cop. Yeah. Which is good because you know, that's something they can play with throughout the series. Right. Something they can allude to. And like a, like a sketchy cop will bend the rules a lot mm-hmm. to get the job done. But like a dirty cop will be on the take and will just do evil shit. Yeah. You know. Um. I, I like to believe that he is merely a sketchy cop based on the. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Exchange between Jim and Bullock at the end of the episode when they have the penguin in their custody in the trunk. And he oh, yeah, is very yeah. straightforward, and he's like, you have to kill this man or everyone you love is also going to die, and I have to kill you too. And he, and I think he said— But then, the, but that, that makes him a dirty cop, though. If, yeah, he, if but, he goes through with it, that makes him a dirty cop. If he goes through with— Killing Gordon. Yeah, but he says that he'll do it, but he'll do it very begrudgingly. He won't—I'll <laughs> kill you, but I won't like it. He won't enjoy it. <laughs> But he'll do it, which makes me think he's sort of being, he's being, he's being puppeteered. Against oh, absolutely. Will, absolutely. Which I think also well, Carmine Falcone is the big bad of yeah, this show. He is he going to be, is. he is going to be the, the main, baddie. main baddie, the main force of conflict for Gotham because he owns everything. Um, you know, from, from crime to probably the mayor, I would imagine. Yes. Um, and so, uh, but all in all, loved it. Great show. I'm going to watch it uh, again and again. In fact, I may actually go back and watch the premiere again. Uh, yeah. Just to, just we'll to. We'll put the Hulu link in yeah, the show notes. we'll put the Hulu link. Um, but yeah, um, a nice little nod to Edward Nigma. Yes. I, I love the fact that he's actually a forensic. That's uh, going to be so <laughs> crazy trippy. He, yeah, he's a, he's a forensic uh, uh, investigator for the mm-hmm. Gotham uh, Police Department. Which is which town, is crazy town. Also, do you think that comedian is going to turn out to be the Joker? There was, yeah, there was a moment uh, where there was a stand-up comedian auditioning for Fish Mooney. Uh, I like you. Hold on. Yeah, I don't. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that that was just a wink and a nod. I don't think that's no. going. I don't think that's. Which real. I feel bad for that actor because he did a really good job, and I'm like, oh. Well, he really, he did a really good job at telling bad jokes. Yeah, and I liked it, <laughs> and he was cute, and I was like, I'd put you in some Joker makeup and put your face on my face. Damn. Damn. Um, I honestly, I do. Here's I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna be on record. I don't want the Joker in this. Like at all. At all. I do not, not want even the... just like appearing as no. like this weird. No, because in the Batman mythos, the Joker does not appear until Batman does. So it's almost like one the creates the is other. A symptom of the Batman. Yes. Does that make sense? If the Joker appears, or if if there's a character whom they're always winking and nodding, this is going to be the Joker. He ha- he can't be much older than Bruce. Right. You know. He can't be. Um, otherwise, you know, he, he'll. Bruce is what? Maybe thirteen in this show. Fifteen. I think they said he was twelve. He was twelve. Okay. For real. So, um, so if Bruce is twelve in this in this show. Yeah. 
then Joker can't be more than I mean, like 15, yeah. 15 to 18. Like he's a teenager, mm-hmm. you know, probably still living at home. You know, like, I don't want the Joker. I don't even want to think about the Joker living at home with Karen. I don't. Like, I don't even want to to (laughs) contemplate that. I I just want him to, like, have hatched out of a jack-in-the-box. Yeah. And just, like, appeared. Like, no parents. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly. The the Joker. Like, a jack-in-the-box fell into some radioactive ooze. The Joker Joker. doesn't need an origin story. he needs to be. He's better without an origin story. Yeah, because. If you humanize him, then it takes away the sheer insanity and the terror yeah. of like this. This he is pure this chaos type right. thing that just appears. That's like this X factor that no one saw coming. Right. He is he. If if Batman represents order, Joker is pure chaos, chaos. Yeah. and you, you can't ground a character in some kind of origin story just to make him pure chaos. Yeah. You know, um, I, w- I would be, well, I don't know how I react if they ended up making a Joker character. Um, I mean, I would I would hope to think that they did it really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I actually don't want the Joker here at all. At all. Because that's something that Batman fights. That's not something that's Bruce something Wayne that fights. That appears because of yes. the Batman. You know, but that's it. Okay, um, Gotham. I, Gotham. It. Go watch it. Hot. Two. Uh, the Gotham for me gets two full pies. We're not doing it like that. Uh, Gotham for me gets a a full pie. Gotham for me gets three batterings. <laughs> <laughs> I love saying the word batterings. So let, let's talk about um, Agents of Shield. Oh yes, we're gonna move into Marvel territory. Marvel territory. Oh yeah, to... a little DC, a little Marvel. Marvel you know, um, it's a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll. I'm gonna say uh, before we start that I, well, I love Agents of Shield, mm-hmm. and have loved it since the very first episode. I know there are a lot of haters out there who, I don't know why, because maybe they don't like fun. Just. <laughs> Just hate <laughs> Agents of Shield. They just go they they just go on and on and on about how a terrible terrible show is, and like it's like first of all hashtag comic books. Fuck you. Um, I love Agents of Shield. Mm-hmm. I I thought maybe some of the middle episodes felt a little fillery. Yes. Um, I feel. Like I'll that I'll was... I will I will go as far as that. But even the filler episodes still had a lot of heart mm-hmm. and a lot of you know they're worth and also watching. With with Whedon at the wheel, I mean. Yeah. You can't really... I'm not going to say that Whedon can do no wrong. Uh, he I'm very rarely... Really he very hard. rarely does wrong. There hasn't really been a project he's been a part of that I haven't enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's, he's had a couple of missteps, but I don't think he's had a real big flop. No. Um, no. So, uh, premiere, Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. Thoughts? I, to be honest, I binge watched the uh, the, the, <laughs> the last eight, eight episodes. episodes because I was really far behind, and I was like, well, "I need to know what's happening." So <laughs> I've actually had a day filled with Agents of Shield, and uh, and I loved it. Oh, good! I loved it. I mean, I loved oh, watching good. those eight episodes and getting really emotionally involved in these characters because I really wanted to do that. I just hadn't had time, sure, sure. in my life to to be watching this show consistently. Um, so it was really, it was really wonderful to fill my day with this and then like cap off the evening with, with more of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. 
Right. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially since I had, I had just finished the, the, the season, the season cl- one cliffhanger. cliffhanger. So yeah. I didn't have to wait that long, which is always the best for me because <laughs> I'm super impatient. But they just like, they just, you said it best, they just dropped you right into the action. Yeah, I really have to applaud them. Um, I I also liked the episode yes, a lot. I liked it. I liked it a lot. A great show. A really good show. It's yes. it's really maturing mm-hmm. in in its storytelling, and yes. I really liked and it a lot. It's also really great how they have they've taken away the parameters of what the show was built on. Yeah, and completely. Are like rebuilding. Completely. They're like no more shield. Right. Except shield ex- is dead. Except now you are shield. You you ragtag <laughs> team of survivors. Yes. You're uh, the shield. I I love that there was almost no catch up. Yeah, there was. That's like, I really love that. They, we're in it now. Right. They just they just like you know it's it's a uh, um it's been and they say it in the episode like they they've been on the run for about uh, the winter for about a couple mm-hmm. of months like maybe you know five months. Yeah. And so they've been underground for five months and in that five months they've been going out on on missions and fact gathering missions and stings. Coulson's been traveling the world, meeting face to face with people he hopes are still loyal to Shield and mm-hmm. to recruit them into the new Shield, and uh, and it do, it it doesn't really explain much more than that. Like no, they, they've been goes, busy working this whole time, and this is just another day where some extraordinary stuff happens. Yeah, and uh, we meet a new villain, uh, I, I, either Crusher or the Absorbing Man, his, or his last name is Creel. And yeah, I'm pretty sure he's the Absorbing Man. Okay. But he picked up, I guess, I don't, I mean, here's, here's where my Marvel knowledge or lack thereof, mm-hmm. um, because I know very little of Marvel. I'm just now becoming a Marvel fan, so I'm reading comic books, but I haven't really read a lot to really get some of the deep cut stuff. Right. And so, um, isn't, the, isn't, didn't Spider-Man have a villain? Yes. Where the, he, like, like, he had like a big wrecking ball on a chain in and that person's different than the absorbing man or is that the same person? I I can neither confirm nor deny that. <laughs> I just know that Spider Man fights a villain that can touch things and absorb its properties. Okay. Alright. So beats him with whips. Yes. Gets him to absorb something that's easily defeatable. Right. Like hay. Or, or wood. Or a peanut. Um, <laughs> well, you end up peanut, which is a problem for half the population with allergies. But um, I'll eat you. Even even not knowing some of the deeper cut stuff, I loved this episode. Um, it was it really was stellar. Well, because it was it's really dealing with the fact that they have no resources mm-hmm. whatsoever. Yeah, it was very uh, Firefly in that regard. Yeah, like they're 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 having to they're having to put together these missions and these stings and. With very little to go on and mm-hmm. very little equipment, and they're hiring mercenaries. Yeah. Which, which, first of all, uh, Lucy Lawless. <sighs> great performance from Lucy Lawless in this episode. So great. Um, and uh, <laughs> it's just nice to see her on TV. It I, is. I or, or I, I I I miss her her presence. her presence on television and in film, and so I want to see more of it. Um, well, you won't. 
But, well, I don't know. We don't know yet. Oh, I guess we don't, we know, don't know yet. Actually we don't know yet. Spoiler alert. Uh, so people, all spoilers. people may or may not have died in this episode. We don't know yet. We I don't mean, know. There we'll know, we'll know and, in the next yeah. episode who may have survived or who not. I just really liked that we said spoiler alert because I'm just going to say all the spoilers. All the spoilers. It feels so um, naughty. Sky has grown and matured. She's a she's, bit of a badass now. Yeah, she's sort of like a... Little mini May. Following in the footsteps of Agent May. <laughs> yes. Even the scowl. She's even got the yeah, scowl she's, that's, going on. Oh my god, you're right. She's developed a little bit of a May scowl. Oh, right. um, Don't care. Uh, Ward is now a prisoner at the playground, which and is the new Shield headquarters. Cray cray. Yeah, kind of cray cray. Cray cray. Um, but I guess that happens when your mentor, who sort of Stockholm syndrome you yes. to being a Hydra agent. Yes gets blowed up <laughs> yeah and you uh, and your girlfriend is like i'm gonna throw up yeah i don't like you you dick um a you lot of unanswered. a lot there's still a whole lot of unanswered questions so many so many there's um um uh oh fitz and simmons oh <gasps> so throughout the so basically simmons um, has suffered some brain damage from from the trauma he had from uh, almost almost drowned. Yeah. Also, the I believe the the pressure from uh, combined is all kinds yeah. of stuff. Like he like was, he, he, he took was, on water. Yeah. He he. So there's a lot of brain damage and right. trauma. And so he's not as um, articulate. Um, um, he 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 forgets words. Um, he spaces off. Yeah. And throughout the episode, um, Fitz is there. Um, sort of rooting for him and and being by his side and finishing and his sentences, finishing his sentences, and and really being an emotional support and rock for him. Mm-hmm. And at the very end, we realize she was never in the episode. Um, she left during the during the, that winter time, and he's been hallucinating that she's there. That she's there, she- which breaks my heart. It's uh, that kind of Whedon bullshit that <laughs> gets me in the feelings I pretend I don't have. <laughs> it's it's you know you're right. It is kind of classic Joss Whedon, isn't yeah, it? It's yeah. classic Joss Whedon. He'll he'll do more than just kill off your characters. He'll be like, they aren't even here. Their soul has been destroyed. <laughs> Um, but I mean, she's Punching still. I mean, heart. she's still alive. She just yes. no longer she just, works no, with Shield. Yeah. No, she's just not. Um, so on on top there. of him be having post traumatic stress post traumatic stress syndrome accompanied with with some brain some brain damage, damage um, he's now hallucinating his best friend and woman that he loves, and he's and and it's 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 really telling because fits in the hallucination. Keeps telling him that you're getting better every single day. You're yeah, getting better every single day. There. And Coulson, at one point, says, I just don't think he's going to get better at the very end. Mm-hmm. Because um, of the, the whole, the one of the, one of the, uh, this episode, I like, this episode was pretty much a heist. You know, yes. they got intel on some weapons that they need to get out of enemy hands. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, because they don't have any resources whatsoever, they basically uh, um, infiltrated a government base to steal a Quinjet because they need the cloak technology. Yes. And because all this time, uh, uh, Simmons has been trying to figure out cloaking technology 
for their big for their blackbird and just hasn't been able to do it yet so they risked life and limb and possible and and the lives of agents to steal a quinjet because colson has no trust in simmons ability to do what he has to do yeah but Patton Oswald. Patton Oswald. What do you think? Do you think twin or clone? I don't know. I and think clone. You know what? To be honest, I don't think I care. I think. I, I think would, either. I think, I think I just either. I want to know <laughs> because I want to be right. Well, I think either answer is is equally ridiculous and yeah. equally awesome. It's true. You know. <laughs> I was, I was playing catch-up in the living room, and uh-huh. I yelled when I realized that Patton Oswalt's character, not necessarily the original character, but, like, right. that character yes. is not dead. Right. Because I was really upset. Right. I was very upset. <laughs> Spent most of today being upset at Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And then I was like, I am not so upset. And now I'm even more upset than ever because hallucinations and brain yeah. damage and... I'm really excited because this is this is a shield that is not confident. This yes. is this is a shield that isn't 100% capable. Mm-hmm. You know, um, this is a a there's a lot of question marks yeah. here, which I think is going to make a really nice companion piece to whenever they go back in time. The Agent to, Carter series. To the Carter series. Yeah. I think that's going because that's sort of that same Concept of yeah, like they're both beginning. They're, they're yeah. both the yeah. beginning of an of a protection agency for yeah. the world. I think I think it's a I think it's a wonderful parallel, I and uh, I think it's fantastic. Go really well. Also, I made a discovery today while we were watching. The well, episode. hold on, we don't know yet. No, well, I mean, they don't say it, but I have this theory. You have a working theory, which I, I think, which I think is actually really beautiful. Romantic yes. working. Theory. What's what's your what's your working theory? Go. Well. Shield was founded by Stark right. and Carter, right? And I, and I, I think a couple of other and people. a few yeah. other people, and I and I think the reason that Shield is called Shield is because Peggy Carter was in love with Captain America, and she named the organization after the the Shield that he had, and Stark worked really hard to make that <laughs> that acronym that fit. acronym fit, <laughs> and. I felt so much beautiful romantic sorrow over that. That's actually, if you know what, if, if that turns out to be true, I will, I will leap for joy. If that turns if, out to be if true, it's, here's the thing: if if it's never mentioned in any of the TV shows, I'm that is that right now. That is not part of my head canon. Mm-hmm. That is now head canon for I me. I opened up your head, yeah. the head key and just plopped yes. that in there. Um. <laughs> It's re- it's to me it's real. Well, because Even I mean, because you actually made a really good point. Because in the very first episode of Shield, Agent Ward is asked, "Do you know what Shield stands for?" And he says, "And he says, you know, strategic, blah 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 blah, homeland, homeland defense." And 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 he's and then he says, division. you know, what is? Then he's asked, "Well, what do you think that means?" And he says, "I think somebody tried really hard to make the word say Shield." <laughs> Which I think is really wonderful. Which I think uh, is beautiful. Yeah. And sad. Yeah. I feel so much beauty and sadness today because of television. Thanks, Marvel. So. Thanks, Whedon. <laughs> Feelings. Um, I I love Coulson in in the new role as director. Yes. Don't look I, him in the eye. <laughs> Just kidding. He's, 
He's great. He's a great guy. Uh, he's, I think, I think he's really being tested in the limits of what he's capable of doing. Mm-hmm. And he's having, and, and you kind of see it. There's like a kind of a world weariness to him in this episode yeah. where he's been traveling and he's been meeting with people and he has to make hard decisions for the greater good. Collecting blue dots. Yeah. And, and you know, gathering information that Hydra is not finished. Hydra just went underground and mm-hmm. is Shattered. is just as big um, as it was before. Yep. You know. Um, lots of red dots. Lots of red dots on the map. Um, but all in all, great episode. Really great start to what is... Really great start. Probably dark as hell. A very so dark, dark episode. The, it's not a happy ending. Mm-hmm. You know, even though they win and they end up they, getting... They get they get the Quinjet. Well, they, they they get yeah they get the Quinjet. They didn't get the other thing they no, got. No, they didn't get yeah, the, this alien artifact thing. The, the uh, something. It you know, like and a, a new bad and a new big bad. This sort of like like this German guy who won't oh, die or something. Yeah, who was present in 1945, but yeah. is present today and hasn't aged at all. So I don't know. Is that some like Winter Soldier? I don't shit know. Happening I have there? no idea, but I'm excited. We'll figure it out. So uh, highlight. So Agents of Shield for Yay. me. Gets uh, two, three full pies with a scoop of ice cream. For me, it gets four Quinjets. <laughs> four Quinjets. Four of them with cloaking technology. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know uh, what you're going to say. <laughs> um, um, and I think, I think that's it, unless there's anything else you want to add. Do you like living in the funhouse, Lugo? Um, for for listeners uh, who don't know, I have recently moved from uh, my apartment in Ridgewood for uh, due to circumstances beyond my control, um, and I am now uh, uh, a roommate of Miss Charles Stunning in what we've now dubbed the Funhouse. The Funhouse. Um, I I like it. He said. Squinting. Squinting. Well, the thing is, I've I've lived on my own for so long. I didn't know how I, I would um, adjust to living with other people, mm-hmm. and um, I I've, I've always kind of prided myself on being a bit of a sort of a introverted curmudgeon. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you really have. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, and and so I was kind of worried that I that I wouldn't take to it, but much to my own surprise. Um, I, I really, I really enjoy it here. And I, I, I've had almost no, um, um, uh, 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 I, I've needed no time to adapt. You know, I've kind of just kind of, I found my own groove pretty quickly here. And so, um, and then the thing is, it's also, I mean, where we live right now is very convenient. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's easier for me to get to, it's easier for me to get to places, um, Stuff that I kind of need on a daily basis, you know, it's like when I'm running errands, there's far more uh, uh, amenities and stores around mm-hmm. here for me to do that. You know, I don't have to travel a long time to get anything, you know. And also, there is a kick ass shawarma truck right across the street that yes. makes fucking delicious shawarma. I really wanted that schwafel again today. I was thinking about it. I was like, <sighs> I want it. Also, bonus round, you live so close to your best friend now. That's true. Uh, well, I mean, I did at one point. I lived but in Astoria. Again, you're back. And now I'm back, and now I'm uh, I'm one train stop away from my best friend in the whole world. There you go. Yeah. Now, if we could just get my best friend out of Ridgewood. 
<laughs> Be perfect. Pulling the best friends out of Ridgewood. Charles Dunning. Uh, Astoria is the place to be. It's pretty baller here. Um, yeah, pretty baller. Well, welcome um, home. How, how, let me ask you a question. Uh, how is it having uh, me as a roommate? Every moment is a living nightmare. <laughs> Every single moment. No, seriously. That story checks out because I scream in my. I have night terrors and I scream in my. Well, sleep. it's probably because I keep hiding snakes in your bed, so. That would do it. Yeah. yeah. No, you, you actually you live in a dream, man. Like, I I used to I used to cower in my room all the time when I lived here with other roommates, and now I I find myself coming out into the world more often to to chat and to have coffee and play catch up with you. So yeah. I'm I'm really enjoying it so far. Roommates are the best mates. No, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. There's other kinds of mating that is definitely. Ooh. And on that note. <laughs> I just like the finger cue of like, just go for it. Just go into it. Just wrap it up. Yes, here we go. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, this uh, has been a lovely, lovely uh, uh, sort of mini uh, epic podcast. Yes. A very spoilery epic podcast. Oh, so um, stay tuned next month when we hope all three of us will be back in the studio. With a guest. With a guest. Of some kind. Of some kind. Um, we have many guests in mind and we have uh, fantastic shows lining up. Uh, but for now, this has been the Epic Podcast, episode 25. I have been your host, Nelson Lugo. And I have been your other, other host, Charles Dunning. Be safe, Internets. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Epic Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, our loyal listener. So send us your feedback, love mail, hate mail, dick pics, and recipes to epicpiecast at gmail.com. But seriously, don't send us dick pics. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend, rating and reviewing us on iTunes, shopping at nerdyshow.com slash store, or directly donating to the network. Any sized contribution gets you exclusive Nerdy Show audio and images and lets you participate in our monthly support drives. Just go to nerdyshow.com slash support to chip in. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com slash sponsorships. For more episodes of the Epic Piecast, as well as other fine programs, community forums, videos, articles, and more, head over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show Network podcasts via the iTunes Store. And for the latest news, follow us on all your favorite social networks. We're glad to be your home for authentic nerdy entertainment. I'm not kidding. I really want that shawarma. You know what? Ever since I mentioned shawarma, I kind of want... I kind of want shawarma now. <laughs> like no, that's all know. I want to eat, and it's it's appropriate because we're talking about Marvel, Marvel stuff, and, that and was a, that's like that's that was a, a that's a Marvel, joke. Marvel yeah, thing. I don't I don't ever want to eat shawarma jokingly. I want to eat shawarma. I want to eat it with a vengeance. You know who I want to eat it with? I think I know who you're thinking. I want to eat shawarma with Seymour Muldrow. Muldrow. That's what I want to do. Ooh, when you're back, Seymour Muldrow. Here's what I want to do. I like I want to I I, I want her. I want each of us to hold a shawarma and then we each push it into each other's faces. Ooh, see?
Yeah, I kind of wanted you to do like the Slovaki stick and like you should be like had one end and like Aww, it. And, that's adorable. And I'll be singing, this is the night, it's a beautiful <laughs> night, and they call it Bella Shwarma. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.